In an earlier episode, we got to speak with Kevin Roberts, author, trainer, expert in ADHD, and a pioneer in the treatment of cyber addiction. We get to talk about Schindler's Gift, how one man harnessed ADHD to change the world. An amazing book, a telling of how Oscar Schindler saved lives of 1,200 people. On to talking with Alexandra Galvis. All right, here we are. We have the amazing, authentic Alex uh, from, she's known, I don't, I don't even know how to introduce. I mean, she's so awesome. Uh, LinkedIn, uh, I've met Alex through LinkedIn and uh, got to meet her in person at uh, one of the LinkedIn local events. And she's one of the founders of the whole movement. So here is Alexandra. Hi. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> I'm sorry. I forgot your last name. I was like, I know. <laughs> I was about to say first, but second, I was waiting for the surname. Galvin. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> so tell us a little bit about yourself. Sure. I know I, I screwed up on the intro. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. Um, yeah, so I'm Alex, but also known as Authentic Alex on LinkedIn. And I guess for the past I, almost just a year and a half now, um, I've been running my own business, um, or should I say more of a portfolio career than business. Um, so I've been doing a few different things since I, I left. My background was in training and development in the financial services. Nice. And so I decided that, you know, the, the corporate life in the city was no longer for me and didn't really sort of align with what I wanted. So I started coaching people on how to leverage LinkedIn and kind of from then started working with startups as well. Very nice. And then... Yeah, slowly but surely, I sort of started to go into my passion area too, which is around graduate development. Um, so working with corporates like Deloitte and Shell, but also working with universities and corporate social mobility charities um, that help young people from disadvantaged backgrounds get into employability and, and work. Nice. Those are those are the kind of two main things I do and that, that I was planning to do. Um, and then the one that kind of popped up without you know, knowing it was going to turn into a, such a big thing was the the LinkedIn local movement, which I'm a co-founder of. Mm -hmm. And that, you know, that has really taken the world, LinkedIn particularly, by a storm. Oh, yeah. Um, grown exponentially over the last sort of 12 to, to 16 months. So, yeah, I, I wear three hats mainly. So LinkedIn and, and personal branding, the graduate development and co-founder of LinkedIn local. That is so awesome. Um, I I discovered LinkedIn Local uh, maybe six months ago, and I was totally blown away. And I got to meet you at one of the first LinkedIn Local events that I met. I was at myself um, and um, been involved in, in any shape or form that I could help with the LinkedIn Local here myself. And I really love the story of helping the graduate students find position so um how do you help them or you know what what different things do you uh, tell them or you know what is that how does that happen um so i kind of get asked to come to like conferences like graduate fairs um i also get to go to um like 
you know, inductions or onboarding of graduates and apprentices or interns. Mm-hmm. So it's mainly sort of through public speaking. So be it like a short talk or actually running a workshop. Okay. Um, I cover, you know, various things, but the ones that I keep getting asked and whether that's a graduate development or the, you know, LinkedIn personal branding things that I do, um, I get asked to talk about, com- you know, how to build confidence, how to create a personal brand, um, how to network effectively mm. so I've kind of been become like synonymous for for talking about LinkedIn um, and personal branding as well as networking okay so it's it's mainly done through at a larger scale with the students um, and then the the LinkedIn personal branding is more sort of a one-to-one work very cool very cool yeah I've seen some of your um, posts about how you you're getting to speak at a university or a company which is really cool. Um, I've never had. I mean, I never had the opportunity to speak at at any event. When you first started doing this, uh, were you nervous? I mean, oh yeah, totally. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a, I'm an introvert by nature, so public speaking or anything in large social settings is not in my nature. Yeah. Um, but I've learned to really embrace it and love it, just because I can see the impact that you know my words have and the impact that what the knowledge I share, but most importantly, the story. Nice. Um, I, I'm very kind of real and authentic, mm-hmm. um, obviously, mm-hmm. <laughs> with, um, you know, the way I've built my business and, and the struggles as well as the triumphs I've had. And that's, you know, what's created such an engaged and loyal following online and offline. Um, and it's, you know, it's, it hasn't come easily. It's come through a lot of, um, you know, fails at public speaking, a lot of anxiety of getting through the you know the nerves of those first few talks and you know it, it slowly gets easier I'm not I don't think it will ever <laughs> those nervous jitters at the start of a conference ever kind of go away yeah yeah I mean I'm feeling nervous right now <laughs> <laughs> um just really cool um the encounter that I we that I had with you uh, at the LinkedIn local and you had lost your voice yeah <laughs> <laughs> like get tonsillitis just before uh, four weeks of public speaking gigs yeah yeah that's crazy so let's see um one of the things that you mentioned about a hobby that you would pick up was about skiing i believe yeah tell me a little bit about that have you had any experience with it yeah i mean i've done it once um but i've yeah it's just something i never really did Mm mm-hmm and has just been on my, you know, on my radar to do at some point. I think it's just one of those things that, like, if you're not, if you don't do it when you're young, yeah. it's kind of a little bit harder to do when you're older. Because, like, if you've got a group of friends that are going on a skiing holiday, mm-hmm. you don't want to be that one person that can't ski. <laughs> well, um, and everyone's, like, hanging out in the slopes and you're, like, still learning how to put your, your ski on. <laughs> I totally, I totally see where you're coming from. Um and, you know, yeah. if, if you think about it, it's similar to like you're up on stage and talking and people in the crowd are like, man, if I, sh- I wish I was up there talking, right? So you're the person who's in the audience when everybody else is skiing. So if you think of it that way, you know, there's there's always one way to go and that's going up and yeah. getting better at it. Yeah, definitely. That's a really cool topic about skiing. Um, I grew up in California and we really didn't know anything about snow. And um, I think it was around 2005 when my brother-in-law was like, "Hey, let's go, let's go snowboarding," and we're like, "What's that?" And so now a group of 15, 20 of us, all cousins, we 
end up on the mountain and nobody knows how to snowboard. <laughs> right. So we, we, we yeah, but at least all of you were in yeah, the same yeah. boat and you all like laugh at each other and you're hanging out trying to learn together. That's true. But, but what's funny is that only some of us took the class and said, okay, we're going to take the class and learn the basics. But others like, you know, I'm not spending another $50 or whatever on the class. I'm just going to give it a go. So we saw some some of the ones who didn't take the class sliding down and sitting on the snowboard and, you know, coming down and falling on their butt and falling on their knees. And I was like, that was so funny. Yeah, no, it's, it's a, it's a, I think it's a, it's a really nice experience to do in group. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely that I'd like to do at some point. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. My, um, I think my wife was telling me that she went skiing once and, um, you know, the pizza. Because I've never skied myself. I've all, always snowboarded. Yeah. And, um, but what's funny is I haven't snowboarded in the past seven years. So I'm, I'm kind of uh, bummed out about that. But it's it's okay because... Yes, I can hear you now. Okay. So apparently they shut, they're messing around with the Wi-Fi outside. Um, Last week I had no connectivity. They... There's something wrong with the internet, so I'm wondering if they're messing around with it today. Oh dear! <laughs> oh my goodness! It's it sucks when you work from home and you have no internet access. I'm like, wait, what? I know. <laughs> How am I supposed to do this? Yeah. So I was talking about snowboarding, and yeah, it was it was a pretty pretty decent experience, and I just haven't snowboarded in the past um, seven years, and hope to get out there one of these days. Uh, although I don't have any of my gear, so it will all be rental. Anyhow, so yeah, um, definitely you know give it give it a shot. You know, take make maybe take a class or two. Um, and I think nowadays they even have these um, conveyor belts that are built in indoors, and you can put on your skis and go on it, and they basically rotate and at a speed, and you can basically learn how to control the skis so that's something you could try that's cool yeah i'll, I'll have to see if that exists over here <laughs> what's next in your um plan to take over the world <laughs> <laughs> um i guess for me like i'm in terms of going into 2019 i'm looking to do a lot more work around um the graduate development things that i do and um, so i focused a lot around mm-hmm. Uh, building my coaching slash consulting business in in the you know LinkedIn personal branding area, mm-hmm. um, but since doing the sort of um, work with the likes of Deloitte and Shell, I just feel like I found like quite a nice sweet spot in terms of you know coming in as a as a consultant, but also yeah. you know someone that's quite young and quite relatable to young people, mm-hmm. um, but also providing them value and you know creating some digital content internally for them. Yeah. So I'm thinking of potentially you know going down the digital content route, be it through my own website or mm-hmm. through you know creating an online catalog of courses that um, you know corporates can purchase, as well as doing more face to face stuff as well. Yeah. Yeah. So, that's kind of where I'm thinking. Um, and I'm also the CMO of Local X, which is essentially the business that was built off the back of LinkedIn Local. So mm-hmm. there's a lot of exciting things going on at the moment. And we're starting to talk to um, potential clients and things are slowly being built in the background. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm quite excited to, you know, to know where that's going to go and, and see it 
getting built and, and seeing it work essentially. So yeah, yeah I think that's going to be an exciting thing for, for next year as well. And hopefully do some, some more speaking and maybe mm-hmm. more like international speaking. Nice. Um, because I, I've seen to build my reputation in London, but mm-hmm. it'd be nice to do some more kind of global things. It would be it would be really nice to have you back here in the states. <laughs> yeah, definitely. No, it's there's so many you know people I want to meet and so many LinkedIn locals I still want to go to in the US. Yeah. So hopefully there'll be an occasion that requires me to go over there again. Nice. I spoke with David Calvert and he got appointed to be one of the hosts for LinkedIn Local in uh, I think South Carolina. I believe mm-hmm. I cannot remember. But uh, it's always amazing to see these events happening and there's a lot of speaking, you know, there's so many professionals come and they talk about their experiences and how people can leverage LinkedIn as a platform to grow their own personal brand. And that's what I'm trying to do in many different ways. And I think one of the ways that I've uh, used LinkedIn is by posting these videos about video production using smartphones. And um, it's been it's been very revealing to me because as I talk about these things, I'm also learning about how to better use, you know, these devices. So that's it's pretty amazing. No, definitely. And I've I've noticed your engagement and your interaction on LinkedIn completely different to when I first met you. Yeah. <laughs> um, and see you like, you know, meeting up with all the other content creators and, you know, it's great to see people kind of involved through that platform as well. I mean it's it's almost like Facebook and, and the more you understand the a, a platform or social media, the more, you know, your engagement model changes altogether. Like when I first started with Facebook and Twitter. I was huge on Twitter when it first came out. I was like, this is awesome. And, you know, I started following people and had a conversation going on. But Facebook, I, re- I reserved myself and only connected with friends and, and family members that I knew. But as I, you know, as as we come to the decade plus, you know, of being on the social media, you know, you start to think, you know, if I'm not using these platforms to build my audience and build my own personal brand, then, you know, it's, it's like, I'm just, just wasting time being on there. So I've taken that from in a totally new level and thank you. Thanks so much to Gary Vaynerchuk and his teachings through crushing it and crush it. And this, his many different books and his uh, audios and his uh, engagement on the many different platforms and how he keeps saying, you know, do as I do, not what I'm saying. And I see that more and more people are using um, his advice and, and following through. And I'm like, why am I not doing that? So one way I found was, you know, podcasting was very near dear to me because I wanted to get into podcasting about seven years ago. And I started one podcast with my cousin's, but that didn't go too far because we were in different time zones. Just like you're, we're like you're in the in London and I'm in in the United States, and we're you know five hours apart maybe. And it's it's different to like schedule a timing and have that time available. So, oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. So this year I decided, you know, I'm just gonna go for it. And since I had um, huge amount of hobbies and um, made fun of that, you know, what's my new hobby this week? <laughs> I figured, hey, why not just talk about my hobbies? 
So I started I started with hacks and hobbies, started talking with my about my beekeeping and um and now I'm connecting with more and more podcasters through the anchor community on Facebook. I'm connecting with more people on LinkedIn and, and learning their story. And uh, I really, you know, love your story because of where you come from and um, what you did to uh, expand your networking, expand your opportunity. Yeah, definitely. I think LinkedIn is very much a platform that a lot of people see, still don't understand or see its potential, mm-hmm. um, you know, which is great for people like you and yeah, I. it is. <laughs> <laughs> you know you there's very little competition um but you know it's 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 amazing to see that once people start using it they're like oh that's how it works yes so like oh this is you know this is definitely a lot more lucrative than the facebooks and twitters and all of that it is it is yeah it's it's definitely interesting to be a part of the first few people to be you know doing that i think now it's going to become a lot more normal because you know video was like a new thing and it was cool and you know but it was new and not everyone was doing it and now people see people doing it and it's okay let's start doing it and then it's going to be an influx of of content creators that you know weren't there any before and and then it's harder to get your message out absolutely what i'm also seeing is some of the users of other platforms are also coming here like Judy Fox was at um, this one event and um, she met some YouTubers and they're like, yeah, we're absolutely in and we're going to be on, you know, LinkedIn. And so it's really interesting to see that. Yeah. Uh, one of the things um, I saw the other day on LinkedIn was um, somebody posted a video and you could see over the years since 2013 to 2018, how the subscription numbers are changing for different um, channels on YouTube. And I'm trying to see if I can find it, but I'll, uh, when I do find it, I'll share it. Yeah, that would be interesting to have a look at. Yeah, it was um, really cool. It said, you know, top most subscribed YouTube channels from 2013 to 2018. And he's asking, you know, what do you think will happen over the next few years? Because first of all, algorithms are being changed by these companies, as well as the ability of people to attract new users and new uh, audiences versus bringing the old audience and there's so many different ways it's just amazing and one thing that i still haven't figured out is i know all these things but i don't have an email list set up yet <laughs> yeah so that's something to think about yeah well it's, you know it's a work in progress with these things it takes time to do all of that so absolutely tell my audience i would like you know where can they find you yeah, so you can find me on www.authenticalyx.com. Um, also, alternatively on Instagram, um, I'm Authentic Alex. Awesome. And if not on LinkedIn, Alexander Galvez or Authentic Alex will also take you to, to my places, my virtual spaces. Thank you so much. That's okay, no problem. Thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'll uh, look forward to engaging with you more in the future. And um keep following your story and you know where where you end up in the next episode we get to speak with Hat Honcho at authorsunite.com founder at the businessblast.club podcaster and best-selling author Tyler Wagner we get to speak with Tyler and learn how he came to create the different properties where he poured out his heart and created content and providing value 
to everyone around him. So come back and listen to the episode with Tyler Wagner on HacksandHobbies.com. Thank you and have a wonderful day.